Yeah. You can feel it like oozing up when you get excited. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop and do myself a whole fuck. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 17 of the pre-production meeting. I am your co-host, Josh Urquhart. I am the other co-host, Austin Scott. Austin, welcome back to another week of film progress, film news, film information, film watching, you know, you name it all. This is week 17 of pre-production of the progress of our next two films. We are quite near the shooting date of your film, Austin. and um Four weeks away, and you know what? It's been a while since we've actually talked about the progress, so I'm actually keen to get into this. But, you know, mate, how have you been not only this week, but last week as well? Um, I think this week I'm better. Granted that, uh, like, a lot is happening. Like, I think yesterday the most work got done in quite a while. Yep. And, like, um, the things that, you know, once you go over things with people and, you know, you start brainstorming ideas and stuff like that, you start to realise, like, a, what the film is missing. B, what can sort of like improve little things here and there. And mm. you actually also kind of like, yes, actually, here's what this can add to this kind of thing and draw out a bit more emotion and um, meat and bones, I like to call it, to yep. chew on kind of thing for the audience. Ooh. So, um, you know, I'll go into that in the progress, <coughs> but um, yeah. we're in a really, 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 really great spot. Literally, with, uh, you, pre-production. You called me yesterday and... Um, it, it's the most, I feel like these last two weeks have just all kicked into gear massively. Yeah, yeah, and there's so much that you have to fill everybody in on. And um, seriously, man, I couldn't be more proud of how this is all going. Like Thanks, man. We're, we're up, up and away and we are trudging closer to the filming date. Um, Definitely. Are you feeling confident? Feeling very <coughs> confident, especially because a lot of things that I did were incredibly foreign. Yes. And I was kind of like nervous about doing it because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing kind of deal. Um, but then when I've gone through and done sort of these things that you start to realize like you do this, this falls into place. And then because you've done that, then the next piece falls into place as well. And all those nerves are kind of like gone. Mm. Deal. So um, like I kind of have an understanding of what needs to happen next, what to do, who to do it with um, mm. and, you know, get my mind wrapped around it. So it's all looking up and up and up. <sighs> How are you feeling how do I put this? Has the process of making a film crossed your soul yet? Not yet. No? no. Still motivated? Still motivated. Yep. Can't <coughs> wait. It's like um, what I was saying to Teague yesterday was yep. just like, it's so exciting and so new that I can't actually picture it happening. It doesn't mean yep. it's not going to happen. It's just because like, you know, this hasn't happened for me mm -hmm, before. Mm -hmm. It's so new that I'm like... Um, excited to a degree that I just can't actually picture it happening. But then when I'm yeah. there, I'm going to be like pinching myself all day going, this is actually, this is actually happening. So and it's all coming together at the moment. There, there, there have been some hurdles. There, there have, have been, been some, some major hurdles. Things man. that have just been chucked in our face and we've had to overcome, but that's, that's part of the process, man. And, um, adapt and overcome baby. We'll, we'll get to that in the, the progress section. How about yourself, sir? Well, um, you <laughs> know what? There's not really much. I'm going to say this for a while now, just like there was when I was doing the, um, the chapter breakdowns there, was, there wasn't really much that i could do except that and it will take a while so as everybody knows and as yourself know i gave gave myself till november um to edit the script mm -hmm. uh lock it off and get feedback from everybody and that's oh wait i was about to go into the progress <laughs> let's not do that hey. but yeah no <laughs> these last two weeks have literally been 
that basically. I'll go into it more in the progress about the nitty gritty of what stuff I've got done, but it's been good. There was a, I, I was really busy. I think like these last two weeks compared to how I usually am. So there was less time to kind of do stuff, but, and then I've been sick again. Every couple of weeks I get sick. So it just puts a kind of standstill on things. But, um, you know, before when we were in that kind of dud area where, you know, if these things kind of happened, there would be no motivation for a while. Absolutely. I still find myself excited for what's to come. And, Definitely. you know, when, when I'm talking to people about the project coming up, when I'm talking to people about your project, when I'm seeing your crowdfunding go up, you know, like extra 50 bucks that I saw. Absolutely. Um, like li- little wins like that, it keeps me motivated. And even if I don't touch the script or anything like that for a couple of days, um, I'm still really excited to see what happens. Exactly the same with me, man. Like when I'm playing video games, watching movies or doing mm. something that doesn't involve this whole process, mm. I still know that, you know, it's not like putting a halt to the entire no, motivation. No, Exactly. Everything like that. It's still there. Yeah. It's just like, you know, let's just, let's just take a break. Let's exactly. Just, let's just relax. Like and everyone's you, entitled to it. You though. need that, man. Like 100%. you need that, especially because this upcoming November is going to be crazy for you. I think like, last week I experienced a bit of like burnt out yeah like burning out yep. kind of deal yep. man yep. i was crook as just kind of not overwhelmed but kind of like you know a lot needs to happen kind of deal and i was like overworking myself both with work social life and um mm. you've uh, been this film fucking so busy, it's, man. it's been intense but like i think last week was probably my lowest to a like health wise like mm. kind of thing but <clears throat> i'm sweet now so yeah I've, I've also been like work has changed around my shift so i'm also i think i'm sick because I think it's also because I've been having to get used to, I've been having to wake up at six, which for me is fucking early. Maybe not mm. for some people, but just adapting to that and still trying to get shit done during your day. And to be fair, I'm starting at eight, finishing at six, which means I can get some film stuff done yeah. like when I get home instead 100%. of doing it at like 11 o'clock at night, yeah. which has been really good. <laughs> but um, no, nah, man, everything's been good, but th- we have seen some crazy shit these last couple of weeks, you know, in terms of media, which... um. Let's get into. Let's get into the wrap up. Also. Let's do the wrap up. All right. So together today, we are going to talk about Black Adam. Yes, sir. The hierarchy of the DC universe has it changed? I don't know. We'll see. Um, but then we're going to talk about some stuff separately as well. But and then we're going to end with the dependent variable after the progress, which is going to carry on that kind of kind of uh, trend of superheroes. Mm. Um, and you know, we'll have a discussion. The age old question: Marvel versus DC. So. If you want to hear that, stick around and um, you'll get our take on it. So, 100%. first up, Austin, what have you seen individually this week, my friend? I uh, thought I'd take a dive into a nostalgic um, reboot. And a lot of people hear the word reboot and go, oh, God. Mm. And rightfully so in this case, because it was garbage. The Matrix Resurrections. Oh. I watched The Matrix Resurrections. Mm. And I thought, how could you possibly revive this franchise the way it ended all those years ago why would you want to revive it in the Shut first up, place? Shut your mouth. like the first three matrix movies are yeah shit. awesome no they're not the first they one's awesome. shocking no the first one's awesome second shit. one's on par and the third one a bit weaker but mm. you know it's still iconic yep and then you look at this and you look at the <laughs> fucking 20 like Pretty sure it's twenty. Yeah, it's twenty twenty one. So you look at the twenty twenty one ness of it all, and you're like, no, nah, this, no, it's not at all. Like, not good. No, it's not. Keanu like still does well enough. Yep. 
holding his own and stuff like that. But you yep. can tell, like, you know, with age, you know, you lose all the mobility and everything like that, that which I'm experiencing <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> it's um, oh, mobility yeah. and fitness and stuff like that. But, you know, you is still he, make it look good. Does he do his own stunts? No? I don't think so. No? Right. Well, but like, but he pulls off John Wick phenomenally. Yeah. yeah. But <coughs> in this film... Which is also a subpar kind of movie. Shut, shut up. I've only seen one of them, You're but like, it wasn't that oh exciting. Goodness gracious me. You've done, we'll get into this off here. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, The Matrix, like, there's all the callbacks to the originals. And yep. you're like, it is so shoehorned in it's so mm. forced in there that it just doesn't feel natural it doesn't feel like it should be there like maybe do it in a different way that actually complements it but it's so like there's no reason why you should have a bunny tattoo right here saying mm. chase me down a rabbit hole Ugh. kind of deal and you're like god that's cringe yeah um is that a reboot or a sequel it's a reboot it is literally like they a reboot. They, it is a reboot, and the reason why they rebooted it is Warner Brother Warner Bros said to the Wachowski, the Wachowskis, Wachowskis, yeah. um, we are rebooting this franchise with or without you. And so, Which, they, are they the original directors? They're the original creators of the Matrix, yeah. and so one of them came on and directed it, so they could have their touch <laughs> with it. And they actually make a dig in um, the movie about. Um, the video game that they're creating in the vi- right. in the movie, they're saying Warner Bros is going ahead with this um, without us or not. So we have to oblige. Like they have an actual dig at Warner Bros right. in the movie. Okay. I was like, that's okay. quite cool. Yeah. Um, but the callbacks are just not natural. They do things that would be like, hey, look at this. We're rebooting. Like yep. it's just not. It's not good. And then so do they? Do they have anything to do with the original movies? They try to, and okay. then they try and like blur the line between. The two, like, did it actually happen? Did it not? Okay. Um, the, just didn't hit. By it the just, it just it. did not hit. Action. Like, How about action? No action. There's action, but it's nowhere near as good as the first two. Mm. It's, ah, uh, it just, it's, it doesn't work. And then the Agent Smith that they try and incorporate in just doesn't work. <coughs> There's no point for him being there. Neil Patrick Harris is the I villain. Saw- Okay. He is the villain. That's he does not play an intimidating villain whatsoever. No, no. And then the that. ending, I just went, no. No? No. No? Do not touch this again. Okay. It needed to be left at the third did one. Did they get somebody that, uh, did they recast Morpheus? Yes, they did. Why? They recast him as, uh, who's what's his name? Yaya Abdul. Ooh. Oh, uh, from Black, uh, Black, who plays Black Manta in Aquaman. That guy. Yep, yep, yep. Um, he's good. He's very good. Yeah, he's good. But um, the way they, they, they actually on screens around the movie have scenes of the first three Matrixes okay. playing kind of deal. Right. It just does not work. Doesn't, like, mm. and like that's what I mean about the callbacks. It's so forced in your face. Like, hey, look, this is the original. Like, mm. this is the iconic. Blah, blah, blah. Do your own thing and yeah. put a spin on the callbacks in a natural way, in an organic way. Mm-hmm. Don't force feed us. It, but it doesn't work. And did ugh. am I wrong? Did they do part of that movie in Unreal Engine or something? Was that was there something, or were they oh, doing the trailer in Unreal Engine in like a game kind of design development thing? Well, yes, yeah, yeah. they were. They yes, yeah. yes, definitely. But did uh, that work? Not really. It, no. A lot of it, especially like when they so 
the wow factor about the Matrix all those years ago was like when they went into the Matrix, it was like, yep. wow, this is the Matrix kind of deal, stuff like that. But then when they go into the Matrix here, you can tell it's all sound stages. You can tell it's all sets. Like, it doesn't work. Do not touch this again. It's just another one of those franchises where it's just, I'm guessing it was a money grab. Yeah, 100%. And they're like, yeah, we can make money out of this. Let's redo it. But instead, by the sound of it, they just shouldn't have touched it all. And then oh, they keep making um, references to like bullet time, which is, you know, right. there's oh, that. The, the, uh, yeah, that. Yeah. And then that thing where um, Keanu will like hold his hand out and stop all the bullets coming. Yep, yep, yep. It's literally like Neil Patrick Harris stands and goes, <coughs> No time it is. No. Bullet time. No. No. And I just went, what, what the are fuck? we doing? Like, is this legit? And Warner Bros all went, this is a great no, idea. Let's just do shows this. Warner Bros have been in the fucking dumps for these past <laughs> three years, which we'll get into. But oh. fuck me. They shouldn't have touched this. It was the, Warner Bros did sp- the Space Jam in New Legacy, didn't they? They fucking did. I 100%. No, they did. It. They did 100%. And that just shows, man. Yep, distributed by Warner Fucking Bros. typical, man. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, there's been a change in DC this week, which will hopefully change things, but we'll get into that later. But yep. fuck me, man. That is just bullshit. Did, if you want to challenge me again, like I know I've come out with some negativity on some films nah, recently. But I but think if, most people, from what I've heard, don't like The yeah, Matrix Yeah, no, I anyway. spoke to someone about work about it. He said it's garbage. But like, if you want to see how bad it actually is, it's on Netflix. Go watch it. Comment on this video or DM the pre-prod pod and we will talk. We will I would talk, love yep. to talk about it. Talk about the Matrix. There you go. Well, what, what do you give it out of five? Oh, I gave it a one and a half. Okay. Based on, I didn't realize, but um, Jessica Henwick. Yeah. Yep. I love Jessica Henwick. Yeah, she's, she's great. Awesome. She's, she's awesome. She's turned up. And then when I found out she was, I was like, oh, sweet. Jessica Henwick. Star and a half basically because of Jessica Henwick. Yeah. And there was one action piece that was actually semi-decent, which yep. was like, Cool. Okay. So that's one and a half. One and a half, man. Okay. Well, I will tell you, I will not be watching that just yeah, as don't. I f- watched the first Matrix and couldn't be bothered watching the second and third <laughs> because the first one was that bad. Um, yeah. Well, I'm not even going to bother with this second one. Had no interest with it whatsoever. Um, but yeah. Anyways, good stuff. What have you watched? I, this week, well, last week, I saw Amsterdam. The new oh, movie. This one's a bit. Uh, <coughs> well, the people are on the fence, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, it's currently got six point two on IMDb and thirty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Which you know what, man? You see the cast of this film and you're like, holy shit! I'm super excited. Well, I think that's for what it. everybody gets excited for. Right? Literally, I remember when Lockie first sent it into the chat, and it's like, bam, bam, bam! This person, this person. I'm like, whoa! They cannot fuck it up. No, they fucked it up. <laughs> so what the movie is? It's set in the the thirties. I'm pretty sure the 1930s um it follows three friends who witness a murder become suspects themselves and uncover one of the most outrageous plots in american history right so the story is based on a business plot whatever the fuck that is a 1933 political conspiracy in the u.s and follows three friends a doctor a nurse and a lawyer who are caught up in a mysterious murder of a retired u.s general so you watch this trailer and it's like Fast and snappy, got these like amazing cast, whatever. Looks inviting enough. Um, what I didn't realize is the amount of um, politics uh. that goes into this film. And I look, I had no idea it was based on a real story. I did not research before going in. And if there's one thing that you guys should know right now: if any movie 
yeah, look, you can have politics, but if it fucking delves deep into politics, I get confused <laughs> and I just get put off straight away and I have no fucking idea what is going on. And I fucking hate politics so much. And it just <laughs> takes me out of the film. I go into films to escape out of the fucking cruel world that we live in, only to be put back in, back in the past in politics. Number one, I don't fucking understand. And number two, has nothing to do with me. <laughs> so I'm like, what is going on? And three quarters of the film... I only figured out three quarters of the way into the film that this was all a political scheme. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, what have I done? What have I put myself through? Anyways, it's directed by David O. Russell, who, ha you know, it's his first film apparently since Joy. Have you seen Joy? I haven't 20, seen 2015. Joy, but did he do American Hustle as well? Um, American Hustle was fucking great. I think so. David, what did I say his name was? Yes, yes, you are right. He did American, American Hustle. Hustle. Yeah, that is a good film. American Hustle has Christian Bale, who's also uh, his EP on this project, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Or maybe he's produced. No, he's just producing, I think. And it was okay. his first time that he's like probably produced something. Anyways, this is the cast for you, right? Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, Taylor Swift. Anya Taylor-Joy, John David Washington, Robert De Niro, Rami Malek, Timothy, uh, Timothy Oliphant, Mike Myers, oh God, came the hat, Zoe Saldana, Michael Shannon, and Chris Rock. Yeah, that is. What a cast. That is budget. Only man. to be just fucking destroyed by the political story of which it is. This is why also I don't like, you, you, do you watch like little clips from like the late shows and shit like that? Yeah. So I have to preview the fucking late shows at work every day. So we have to do um, James Corden, Stephen Colbert. We don't touch Fallon or um, what's the other one? Kimmel. Kimmel. Yeah. Um, we don't touch Seth Myers. Seth Myers is still going. Oh, yeah. It was Conan who stopped. Um, anyways, we have to do Corden and Colbert. And Corden is fucking tragic to watch oh, within himself. Know. He's so... He's just irritating. He's, he's just a rude human um, <laughs> who's literally been done recently for just being rude to people for no reason. doesn't even know. Anyways, I'm going to go on a rant about James Corden in a second. But Stephen Colbert, right, his late show is just all political. Oh all political. God. And I can't watch it. I can't watch it because all he does is complain about American politics the whole time. What do people find so interesting about American politics or politics in general? I have no idea. I vote once a year. That's as much I have to do. Once mm -hmm. a year? Is that how often we have to vote? I don't even know. I vote whenever I have to vote, and that's as little fucking yeah, no, thing I do with politics. Anyways, but yeah, so this is what this movie is about. I still, to this day, have no idea what the fuck the movie was about because <laughs> I, I was following till about three quarters of the way through, and then they started chucking in political terms and shit like that, and it's just fucking bullshit. Let me try and find my um review for you. Because to my understanding, Amsterdam was about they... <coughs> at the, there's a dead body, and then they kind of have to prove it wasn't them. That's yes. what the film was sold as. Yes, okay, and that's and that's what it is for the most part, and then it gets into this whole political drama. Oh, God. So, my review, <laughs> other than a stellar performance by Christian Bale, I had no fucking idea what was going on. Fuck, I hate politics. 
I gave that a two, uh, 2.5 out of 5, which, um, you know what? You're going to see this live. I'm putting it down to oh, 2. I was going to say, because 2.5 is still a pass. Yeah, nah, stuff that. Bro. <laughs> that was just, it was so whack, man. Like, the PD was really good. Yep. Um, the costume design was really good. I mean, it's a period piece, though. What do you expect? Definitely. Um, Christian Bale was awesome. I think incredible. And I feel kind of feel sorry for him, to be fair, being in a shit movie like this. Um, but <laughs> How was John David Washington? Is good as always. I feel like John David Washington plays the same character in every film, yeah. to be fair. Uh, he just doesn't have much range. Not saying he's not good. He just, to me, doesn't have that much range. $80 million is the budget. Guess how much they made at the box office? 60. 22. Oh, so bombed. Tuh. Bombed massively. And, um, you know, rightfully so. Yeah, no, not rightfully so. Every movie deserves a chance, but you just got to make something engaging. And to be fair, man, this wasn't. It wasn't. Margot Robbie has this annoying accent on her Hi, as well. Margot. She's good, but it's just annoying. And man, when I hate a film, I just start critiquing every part of it. So <laughs> <clears throat> don't put politics in your film. It's just, uh, anyways, that's what I saw. I gave that, what, two out of five. Um, go watch it if you want. I think it's in the cinema. There's no idea what it's, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Warner Bros did that as well. Let me check for this 20th Century Fox. 20th Century Studios, sorry, there my you bad. Go. Um, yep. So Fox, basically. Okay, cool. Alrighty. Well, that's two non-recommends. Yes, two knock-arends. 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 But now the big boy, the hierarchy of the DC universe. The big boy. Has it changed, Austin? Nope. No? <laughs> no. I don't think it has either. But, 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 I've taken a while to sit on this. And I have some newly found views on it, but I'll let you go first, my friend. Black Adam. Yes. What are we saying? Look, I gave Black Adam three stars. Yeah, yeah. Based on there was a bunch of stuff that worked, but then there was a whole bunch of stuff that didn't work. Yep, yep, yep. Um, look, with Black Adam, like I enjoyed my time. Yes. Um, like I just said, there were some redeeming features. Uh, like The Rock is great as Black yes, Adam. Yes, yep. I... <laughs> Actually loved Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate and mm. Hawkman as well. I liked him. was good. Noah what? Santiano? As is he... Adam Smasher? That guy, yeah. He was a bit cringe. And the other girl as well. The, the, she was okay, but the only quarrel I have with that is they loved the beautiful slow motion shot of it her was going... Uh, they love slow motion in oh general. Oh my it god! It was like Zack Snyder was on that yeah. film. And I love Zack Snyder, but fuck me, bro. I was thinking to myself, like, <laughs> you know, it'll look cool. Like, yeah, all right, we're just don't overdo it. Yeah, like, like, all right, cool. She's done it once, and like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like colors, and she's yeah. like, ah, <laughs> kind of deal. But then it would have looked cooler if, like, because we 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 know what she does. Yeah. If it was just fast, did we ever see every it in fucking <laughs> time? She did something. It was beautifully slow motion, ah, kind of thing. <laughs> Just fucking let her do a thing. Don't do slow motion nonstop. That is why the Snyder Cut is four hours long. It's yeah. because of slow motion. <laughs> it doesn't need to be that oh, that many slow motion. Oh, God, like, it was like oh, fucking Snyder had like what was it? Twenty two percent of his film in slow motion. Oh or my God! Like but he loves it because three hundred's full of it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as the same as Watchmen. Like they're, they're all like. Fair enough. Army of the Dead. Like, Snyder, do you, bro? Yeah, do you? Yeah, but, but fuck. Bro. Overdone. <laughs> Man. Holy. Oh, but, fuck. But, um, look, a lot of things work because 
there was a part of Black Adam where I was like, well, the film's done. Yeah. Like, how do they go? What, what, what point was that? Uh, we don't spoil it. Nah. Nah, we won't spoil it. Yeah. But like when. Oh, actually, certain, no, we're going to have to spoil it eventually. We'll, we'll continue with the non-spoiler for a little but bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'll just say that there was a part where I was like, in terms of screenwriting and like scripts. Yeah. Where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. And how did everybody agree on this is where we are? Yeah. And then it's clear that obviously like the decisions made in the film, mm-hmm. granted what was happening was like, we've written ourselves into a corner. Yeah. How do we get out? And yeah. they literally have to release something yeah. to oh God. progress and save themselves because they like, you can see it coming. If you do this, you're all fucked. Mm. But every no one else could see that except for yeah. old mate yeah. who yeah. Yeah. eventually was like, oh, maybe we made a mistake. And then, you know. <laughs> who said that? Was that Dr. Fate? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. For someone that can see the future, man. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> um, but wait, can we say, he can't see all of the future. It's just little pieces yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. It was so, um, <laughs> and the thing is, like, if altering timelines is a thing at all Mm -hmm. like um conveniently oh i've seen how you die but i've come up with a way to stop it doesn't that alter the future or was he just seeing yeah you don't mess with the you don't mess with absolutes i mean it's just going against what dr strange you know there's only like one one exactly you don't mess with what then again two different you don't mess with fate but what does he do he messes with fate. what the fuck his name is dr fate for god's sake but he is easily (laughs) like the rock was great the um dr fate was like in your review, you mentioned like Piers Brosnan's a level above everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, acting, yeah. Yep. Which I totally, like as I was watching, I was like, yep, yep. But one thing I liked and it, like it gave me like, this is all that left, like when I laughed at it, it was just a, hmm, yep. Was when Old Mate would fuck up, Adam Smasher mm. would fuck up and then Hawkman's just like, me and you, me and you. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, yeah, that's a good little touch. Did you see every time Adam Smasher was fucking, when they were having team debrief, he was eating chips yeah. and just the pure product placement of fucking Lay's? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. He's like showing it to the camera and <laughs> eating it like this. I'm like, yeah, guys, I swear there's, no, there's nothing to see here. Yeah. Just me eating Lay's, <laughs> Lay's chips. No, no, no. Sorry. I didn't like this part. Um, <clears throat> when Black Adam comes into the scene mm-hmm. and he's like um, in that, apartment complex that mm. um building yep. and he's just descending down the thing and to he's say that. talking and stuff. that was funny i was like you didn't like it it's not that i didn't like I it, thought it was, i thought it was all right. i was like what are we doing here like, like okay you're taking in your surroundings you're adapting to the new it's world like, that kind of thing yeah he's just spinning just <laughs> descending <laughs> In a perfect staircase, and old mates <laughs> going down and talking to him. I did think, like, look, blocking wise, and like, it's quite cool. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. <clears throat> later on, when the kid is getting chased mm. for the crown, yeah, he is safe. He is secure yeah. in a vent. Nobody knows where he is. They just know he's in the building somewhere. Nobody knows that that vent opens. Mm. Why did he get out? Mm. Why is this crown just in a backpack the whole film? Man? <sighs> This crown that can <clears throat> set up, set out a demon. No, it's in, it's in the trailer. Set out the demon Sabah, Sabah, <laughs> Sabah. Um, it, it can let it out any moment, and they're just carrying it in a fucking backpack the whole movie. It, yeah. Uh, 
It's Whose so, backpack is it in? Like, how did Dr. Fate not see that too? Like, yeah, I know. Mm. My man has like choice. Yeah. Future scene. Oh, look, that's playing with Yeah, like, like what? I ignore it. It doesn't happen. Kind <laughs> of deal. Like, it's, uh, yeah, there was just things like little plot holes here and there, but like arguably it was a great time. <coughs> like <coughs> I enjoyed it. Um, I did laugh at another part where Dr. Fate's like, I'll break his brain if you bring the prisoner to me. Yeah. And then like, He's already thrown him and he just kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. I liked, I laughed, that was at, that. That I was laughed at that. I laughed at that as well. I laughed, I laughed at, at that. <clears throat> and also it didn't suit Black Adam to be like, and tell him the Black Man's. Uh, yeah. The man in black sent you. Yeah. Catchphrase. He doesn't need one. Yeah. He you didn't do. have one all those two years ago. Yeah. Why does anyone need <sighs> Don't do that. Uh, Please don't do that. Can you smell what I'm cooking? Boom, oh, chucks the guy Jesus across the- Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh. I did like the, um, oh, well, actually I said it to myself because I was the only one in the cinema. And are we getting spoilery now? <laughs> we'll go spoil after mine. Oh, wait, this isn't a spoiler. Um, when the kid gets kidnapped. Yeah. And the guy <laughs> with the, is it Eternium? Uh, Etony, yeah, Etonium. Yeah, 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 Etonium. And yeah. he's just pressing the button going, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, yeah, he's behind yeah, me, he's behind yeah, me. He's yeah. going, bing, 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 kind of thing. And then um, like the rock, sorry, Black Adam destroys the thing and the thing kids, but like the way that it's cut makes you believe that the kid's in there. I was like, well, the kid's fucking dead. Yeah. There's no, and I was like, if he opens this and the kid's just like, oh, thank you for saving me. I was like, <laughs> That's not how that works. Oh, kind of deal. Me, but then, yeah. like, you know, they tricked me. So, fair yeah. enough. But, um, yeah, no, what was what you want to say before we get into spoilers? Mate, I have a lot to say. So, first off, I'll start with the positives, right? Love Dwayne Johnson as yep. Black Adam. He is perfect. Some people don't like him because it's like they say it's like Rock plays the same thing every movie, which he does. It feels a bit different this time. Well, you know how he always has to showcase his strength? Yeah. I feel like this is the perfect way I to feel, do it. Because oh, there's been rumours that he puts in into his contracts that he can never be like beaten on screen yeah, and no. stuff like that. Well, like, with, with if him Hobbs and Shaw is anything yeah. to go off where he's holding a fucking helicopter by a chain... Come on, and man. It, like, you remember in Fast and Furious where he put... Was it him and Vin Diesel? Like, they hated each other, but they had it in the script. One of them had it in the script. They both had it in the script that they can't beat each other. So yeah. the fight that they have ends in a draw in like, I forgot what fast it was in, maybe six or seven. Yeah, if I he gets remember. thrown through a wall. Oh, sorry. If I get thrown through a wall, he has to get thrown through a wall. Literally. Like, no. Yeah. Testosterone. Exactly. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Egos. But he, dude, he was perfect in the role. I think yep. it's, he was awesome. He showed just the right amount of charisma. You don't want to be over charismatic with a character like Black Adam. Definitely not. Um, the, the time is from <coughs> as well. Yeah. The suit. Oh. Yeah, that was good. Oh, dude, the suit at the end. Oh, it's not a spoiler because, again, it's in the trailer, but fuck. Holy shit. Uh, that was incredible. Mm-hmm. I was like, and then when he sits on the throne, it's a bit cringe, but fuck, it's cool. Yeah. He's like cringe and cool. And he's like, uh, with the whole fucking pose from the comic book, yep. which is exactly I like knew exactly that was a splitting comic. image. I knew that was a comic pose. Um, I really liked the fight scenes. So yeah. I thought the CGI was really good, except for Sabah. But yeah. the fight scenes were awesome, man. And slow-mo was good until they overdid it. Yep. Um, I think it was really good. I, I felt, I I loved, I just loved seeing Black Adam on screen yeah. fighting in flight. I thought that was how he just hovers everywhere. I thought it was pretty funny. Just well, I did think that as well. That's like a, that's like a power 
power move. Power move. Like he doesn't touch the foot. He's not the average. Like he's not the average man. Yeah, like exactly. He's above everybody. He doesn't. But That's then true. they made that point of when he, you know, Shazam kind of deal. And, yeah. Um. Then he gets on the ground and then he's like ready to sort of you know. Yeah. All I do is hurt people. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I respected that. That was a good choice. I do like it. Yeah, and. I okay. Now let's get into the shit. Oh, actually, I liked seeing Jennifer Holland again. From did you end up watching Peacemaker? Yeah, I did. You know the chick who was in it. You know James Gunn's wife. I forgot her name. What's her name? The the girl that's in Peacemaker, the blonde girl. Yeah, she was in Black Adam. Was she the blonde chick that came in like in the, the underground? Yeah, Argus yeah, okay. prison. yeah. I didn't notice that. She. I love seeing her again. She was. I can't wait for Peacemaker season two. Um, but holy fuck, man! And you know me. Politics and bad writing just puts me off. And 100%. dialogue especially, cast some fucking people that can act. Holy <laughs> shit. Like you got Piers Brosnan, who's by far the best part of that whole fucking movie when it comes to actors. So our camera's just cut out for that. So yes. if you're watching on YouTube, sorry about that. Um, I think we spoke for a good 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, without the cameras on. We were just carried away. Without the hierarchy of the DC universe just not changing. Yes. Um. Anyways, where was I? So, it yeah, bad writing, man. Pierce Brosnan is by far and wide above everybody when it comes to acting chops in there. Um, Aldous Hodge did decent as Hawkman. Yeah, um, I was a big fan of him. Just, I can't stick with the writing, man. Like, what the fuck? It's like, it's weird because if the target audience was... A, was children, I'll get with it. Like, I, I get it. Definitely. But they're ripping heads off. They're disintegrating people. Like, you don't have a target audience yeah. if you're chatting like you're a two-year-old but ripping people's head off, heads off. It's like, where's the balance? You know, you got to... That's why it's so important to stick with the target audience. Exactly. <clears throat> is this a kid's movie or is it not? You know, apparently it was R-rated before they had to cut it down to PG and had to be like cut down like six, seven times. Well, he is a violent um, character, so. Yeah, exactly. And look, it just, it did every fucking cliche possible, like in superhero movies that you can do. Like, for example, there's one where he like, someone, he, you know, they catch the fucking bullet, the catch of the bullet. And then he's like, huh, that didn't hurt me. And then another one comes and blows him up from behind. But then when the smoke clears, he's fine. It yep. happens in every fucking superhero movie. It was Absolutely. like, oh, He's behind you. Yep. Watch out. Like, it's just, yeah. ugh, mate. And, uh, whatever. Anyways. Did he just catch a missile? Yeah, it literally. Exactly, mate. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Dwayne Johnson in a, in a perfectly written script where maybe he doesn't have as much power over, which probably won't happen because it's Dwayne Johnson. So I feel like he would do really well. And I feel like a film with him, say, written by... God fucking knows. I don't know. Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, that's the first <laughs> one I could think of. It would just be great. Um, I just don't think that would ever happen. But over and when when we're talking about bad acting, we're talking about bad bad acting. Every every supporting character except for the JSA was shit. And I'm talking about the JSA. the, the Justice, oh, Society. Justice Society. I'm talking about the lead actress. The mum, I'm talking oh. about the kid. The ki oh, the, oh, the kid. kid, bro. He can't act to save his life. And, like, by all means, fucking have child actors. What are you waiting for? Wait, dude, oh, my no, God. I could for? not watch that. I, I that to scene. Look away. Mate, I just couldn't. I that was look away. That was so fucked. And then, like, you know, the people are going, 
Yeah. What are we waiting for? (laughs) (laughs) I I can't stand extras that won Oscars, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're an extra for a reason. Like, just fucking relax. But he wasn't even an extra. He was part of the main cast. But he can't act. Also, another another bone I have to pick with that is that this kid, right? Um, I don't... Like, we've seen it all before in Shazam. He's the exact same character as the kids in fucking Shazam. Mm Mm-hmm. Every kid in this DC universe is a DC superhero fan. Like, what's the fucking yeah, go? You can't work. just be a normal fucking, like, kid living in the DC universe. <laughs> you have to be obsessed with fucking Superman. Exactly. And have a red cape on you at some point in the fucking movie. Oh, <laughs> like, goodness. what? Oh, oh, all the posters and stuff around his room. No, yeah. do you know what I found really funny? Yeah. And I liked when, um, and it's obviously, you know, foreshadowing. Everything Superman? Like that. Superman. Yep, and, yep. like... The first thing that Black Adam does when he wakes up is zaps yeah, Superman's face head, yeah. on the poster and then he goes, oh, I didn't even do that. And then when they're doing that, what's happening in the room? Are they fighting? Black Adam's fighting or he's... Yeah, because the dude comes into the and holds the gun up or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something. I can't remember what happens in that, but all the stuff that um, that's getting destroyed in the room are like... DC characters yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shows, like, Showing that, oh, you know, the rock macho man. Exactly, kind of thing. <laughs> I, was, I, I was like, oh, God, that, that's actually a nice little touch. Yeah. And that is where you should use slow motion because yeah. you have to focus on things. That is what... Oh, <laughs> and what about... Wait, was there a point... And don't get me... Okay, also the music. So the soundtrack was good, but random fucking rock music just chucked into random fight oh. scenes out of nowhere. Oh, that Kanye I West, get, uh, yeah, Whoa, that came, a, no one man should have all that power. Mate, I was like, why? How no, much so on the nose? The Rock Bros just loves hyping the fuck <laughs> out of himself. Like he's like he is above everybody <laughs> at all points in this movie, uh, physically and verbally. And th- terrible timing with the Kanye West song, by the way. Oh, like, granted, Jesus Christ, that's happening. Um, but. Yeah, and then there was something else I was going to mention. Um, oh, one thing that I found like the funniest of the film was that supporting character, the driver. Oh, oh. oh wait, bro, there's, when there's he, one of him in every fucking movie. When he came out and he was like, "I die by electricity," it's all he was ready to take on a whole army. I was like, "I'm on board with this guy because See, like." But what would have worked there was if like for some reason, for whatever reason, one of those um, minions, those mm, dead minions, yeah. Like was See, I electric. F- I forgot that fucking there were dead minions in there. Yeah, as well. I just like if they if one of them was electric, he would have gone like all oh, bravado. Oh, 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 yeah, oh shit! Yeah, literally, <laughs> like, right away, I would have pissed we've myself. We've seen that character before, even yeah. in Peacemaker. He's the same character true, as the, the guy in there, the yep. guy with the beard, long red beard, white beard, whatever they call yep. him. Like it's just everything in this movie you've seen before. Don't get me wrong; it's a it's it's all Decent right. Formula. Every fucking movie as a formula but dc especially when it comes to origin stories it's just like brah <laughs> do something different Definitely. Uh, look good on the rock for yeah, finally know, getting this made finally after, getting it made after 15 years passion project there was one part which saved it for me which was the post credit scene oh, which massively. literally almost made me cry because yeah. i'm like this has been so long in the making and Hearing, fuck it, spoiler alert. You see Superman, Superman coming back, Henry Cavill. 
coming back with the John Williams theme over the top. And we were talking last week about Federica, how important the theme is. Yes. It played the original Superman theme. And I grew actually, I'll save it for the, the dependent variable, but I grew up hearing that theme. And that means so much to me. And I had that for the first time to play over when Henry Cavill comes back as Superman with the curl and the actual fucking colorful suit for once, not mm-hmm. dulled down. Oh man, it was just, <laughs> it was a sight. And you know how much the fucking DC movies mean to me and like that's Exactly right. And, you know, and as we'll get into it in the dependent variable, I'm more of a Marvel dude. But, yeah. like, I knew that there is that everybody <laughs> wants to see Black Adam versus Superman. Yeah. And so when that was there, I was like, ooh, make this yeah. go an extra hour longer, please. Yeah. I want to see this. Yeah. And then for it to end, I was like. I just, yeah. And even, like, Superman saying, it's been a while since the world has been this nervous. Yeah. Or something. That's a sick line. That was a sick yeah. line. And for Superman to say that. Yeah. Arguably Yo. indestructible force. Two. These are two indestructible forces going at it. I would How, love I'd, to see just that. Give me, just give me that. Just give me just that. Give me that please. They'll do another Black Adam vs. Superman movie. Um, but just, yeah, you got to avoid the shit from the past, which I think we'll be able to do it with the new, which we'll get into the new thing of DC coming up. But man, yeah, I gave that film, I originally gave it a one and a half cause I really just didn't like it. Um, and, but thinking about it, thinking of Superman, thinking of, you know what? The Rock is pretty good as Black Adam. Yep, it's no. good to switch your brain off. You want a bit of fun for the night? Go see it. Like definitely. you got to see it. It definitely sets up an exciting future for DC. One hundred percent. I'm in agreement with Josh. I gave it three. Um, but yeah, there go you watch go. it. Awesome, Black Adam. How about a drinks break? A drinks break? Are you thirsty? I am very. I'm. I'm quite thirsty God, since I'm, we started the episode. I'm quite sore to I, be fair. You know what? Me too. Me too. I, you know, I'm, I've, I've got quite a busy couple of days ahead of me. Yeah, and, I, um, we need to repair. You know, and nourish our muscles. Yes. How, how do we do that? You know, I think with a certain light sort of drink. Yeah, uh, not not a big chunky like shake yeah, no, kind of not thing. Not really feeling the whole commitment to a protein shake. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of deal. Like I know that's ideal, but yeah. at the same time, like I, I just feel like something light. A natural kind of organic compound like H two O. Yes, hundred percent. Did you know that they make protein water now? I did not. I did not. Well, Austin, do I have a treat for you? <laughs> it's the sponsor of this show. It's uh. Bodie's Protein Water. Well, would you look at that? God damn, Citrus Punch. Citrus Punch. Believe it or not. of whey protein as well. Awesome. This is, this is not the only flavor they come in. This is the only flavor I could find because they are so- In demand. In demand, off the shelves. We got some Citrus Punch, baby. I reckon we should try this right well, now. Let's do it. Let's do let's it. Do, 30 grams. That's that's quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Not a protein shake. Oh, like Tank after I drink this. Mate, look here you go. I can't even get- Look. This it's so strong, I can hardly get the lid off. Wait, that's not bad. Is it? That is not bad at all. Oh, oh, yeah. Quite a fan of this. I like that. Yep, it's very good. It, it definitely is our proteiny. That's for sure. Why don't you tell the lovely people where they can find this incredible? You guys can find it thirst. on Bodie's protein website or Woolies. I got it from Woolies. It was cheap. It was like five bucks or something like that. It's um very citrusy. It's it's light. It's flavoursome. It is. It, it is. It's not like chunky. You don't feel kind of bloated like you do after normal protein shake. Absolutely. I'm very happy. This is. Did you even know this exists? I did not, but it very much Holy is a thirst quencher, mate. It's it's got all your vitamins. It rehydrates you. WPI and BCAAs. Less than one gram of sugar as well. Your 
Keto wait, wait, wait. That much. What did you say? Less than what? one gram of sugar. How about fat f- and carbs? F- fats and carbs? See, that doesn't come around too often. Now that's a healthy drink. Holy sh- Well, guys, if you want your own Bodie's protein water, go get them now. Thank you, guys. Alrighty, the progress for this week. Austin, I will start just because I don't have that much to talk about, right? So what we have going on with me for the progress-wise, um, the last two weeks, all I've been doing is touching up the script mm-hmm. um, and getting people's opinions on certain things, which I was building then note, which I was putting everybody's feedback and everything onto this note. Then yesterday, literally, I sat down for like two hours in the beautiful sun because finally it's oh, sunny finally here. Lanina has taken a break if that's what it even fucking is anymore um, and sat outside in the sun and literally went through the script again for myself by myself for a while went through it changed a couple things and just fixed spelling like made it better like to read and stuff like that and then I went through and did everybody's feedback and I changed it now I'm on draft three yep. so draft three has been complete um, where I think I've added another page. So we're on 19, 18 and a half pages now, I think, right. for the film. Um, but yeah, the only thing I'm confused about is the ending. So you gave me uh, uh, feedback, which was like, maybe you could end it, you know, teasing the fact that there is more story to come. And I really, really liked that point And I agreed with it. So I tested it out did what I did yesterday, changed it. And instead of a satisfying ending to short, I did like teasing what's to come. And that's what you're supposed to do. It's a proof of concept. But then again, what I felt like thinking about it afterwards, I'm like, does this feel forced? I'm mm. like, for me, it feels a bit forced. Cause I'm like, if it, and then I'm like, if it doesn't feel forced, sorry, if it feels forced, you shouldn't do it. So I took it out. But then I was thinking, I'm like, fuck, whatever. Asked Lockie, right? He said he liked the other ending cause it's more satisfying. Um, if you have to force it, then don't put it in. 100%. Then I go to Lexi and she's like, look, the ending that I wrote yesterday, which is the one that you said, the teaser, she's like, that works for proof of concept. But if you want it for a short film, the satisfying ending works. So I'm like, what the fuck do I do? It's a proof of concept. I want to tease it, but I do. I didn't feel right just with what I wrote because I'm like, it's adding a piece of story on that I don't really like I just feel a bit ingenuine doing because I'm right. doing it for the sake of teasing it and it doesn't really make sense because there's not really much story left to tease in that part of the film. So what what do you reckon? Well, has this just come to me now? Is there a way you can sort of incorporate both like the proof of concept <laughs> with like the satisfying ending? If that's something you can come up with? I don't know. I Definitely adding that extra bit on was a bit too much. Maybe if I can incorporate it in the last line because it ends in like a last line where he's like, this doesn't really spoil much. The last line of my film is, what did I say character name? Trust. Yes. And then it ends. And maybe I can change that around or something like that. I don't know. But that's what I'm doing. I'm still waiting on um, feedback from people. And I have, what, five, four days until November. Definitely going to probably go a bit longer than that just so I yep. can... Yeah, just keep touching it up. And I'm sure I'll continue to touch up. Maybe I won't lock it off, but definitely in November, I was leaving it to November for me to then be happy enough with the script and gain everything to send to James. And hopefully we can start conceptualizing throughout November, December and um, get going on that, which is really exciting. Yeah, okay. um, Other than that, been doing stuff for your film, of course, just chasing up people again, um, sorting out dates to do stuff on, sending you dates and then you... 
you know, make sure everybody's free and stuff like that and sorting that out. We've had, I'll say this just because I don't have much to say, we had a meeting with our old screenwriting teacher last you week, did? which was really, really insightful. Just a, yeah, like a catch up after uni yeah. thing. Make like just going on about what's been going on post uni for exactly. both of us. Yeah, and he's actually coming on the podcast. Yeah, he's coming on the podcast um, yeah. in December. Yes, which is really wait, December or November? No, December. December, because we're all booked out through November. Yep. So he's coming on in December, which will be really exciting, and hopefully you guys get some insight because he's written um, actual films that you may have seen. So, but other than that. Let's look at my checklist. That's literally it. And then I've just been doing stuff for the it's podcast. Still, still a m- tremendous effort. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Like, there's not really much <clears throat> I can do, in like, uh, except the shot list and stuff, like, other than finalizing the script. But Definitely. I feel like, you know, I'm going to be continuing on with that for a while, um, which I do feel a lot better, though, reading it yesterday and fixing it up and adding bits and pieces like i broke up the talking scene with like a bit of action yeah and right the action good, good, that good. i did is they're talking or whatever and he just randomly picks out a, like a glass of champagne from thin air and that's the action that breaks he's like how did you yeah you know what i'm not even gonna yeah, ask 100 because you know we needed it and i've added some i added what i did yesterday actually is i gave a lot of I put in a lot of directions for the extras because I felt like that will help when the second AD breaks down the script yep. because there's a lot of it. So I've given roles to certain extras written in the script. Um, I've given more blocking, especially in that scene because all you had was the two guys leaning over the balcony having a chat. Yep. Um, now I've added some, you know, their pace, someone's pacing, you know, some action to... Just sort of get that realistic yeah. feel to it natural and what you'll find as well um and what there was a thing that i took away from directing class in uni was when you're directing actors and they're not doing anything so they're just standing there it's extremely hard to get a natural performance from them so what you have to do is give them some action or give them something whether it's a piece of paper a pen to fiddle with or something yeah instead of just they're standing there like doing nothing well i noticed last night when i was watching house of the dragon there's a scene with matt smith and he's not doing anything and talking but he gets up walks over to a desk and then he just closes a book shoves it against the wall picks up a glass that's there drinks it turns around delivers a bit more dialogue puts the glass down and just in that there's mm. like natural literally right movement exactly creates that like non-robotic feel of just yeah. having a conversation right kind of deal exactly so, exactly you know small things like that it's it, small things it you helps. pick up on and like from directing as well you need to like to have that organic yeah movement and you know acting yeah you, you need, need to keep them occupied, keep exactly. their mind working. Give them a pen to click or something. Yeah, literally. Here, right? That's and that's what we learnt in uni, and, and then it helps. I think it welcomes also improv. Like they could stand a bit, stand there clicking it, blah 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 blah, blah, blah and then uh, mate, like, like fucking literally. stop. But that's the yeah. acting. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like stop. Exactly. But then that might work in the film. Like yeah. I'm sure you guys have all heard the story of Robert Downey Jr. on set of the Avengers. <laughs> he just hid <clears> packs of um, blueberries around the set, and then he'd pick them up and start eating yes. them on camera and yeah. offer them to the characters, like. Little bit of improv. There you go. Like um, and then the reactions are like, what? Yeah. Matthew McConaughey beating on his chest wasn't in the script, and Literally. Leonardo looks behind the camera at Scorsese like, what the fuck? And Scorsese is <laughs> like, keep going, like just act with yeah. it. So that's the kind of things like you need them to do little things. So yeah. Good on you for you sorting go. that out. Perfect. Um, but yeah, no. Look, man, I'm feeling good. Um, again, there's not really much I can do until I get 
I really want to just get James on board and then start properly conceptualizing because I, I, the, when I'm reading through and writing, like I have the short list in my head yeah, and I just want to bring him on board and go through it, like storyboard the whole entire film, which is what I do always. Definitely. Um, and then um, get crackalacking on locations and stuff. And Do you know what you just did as well? You know how you said get the actors to do things and then it, you know, welcomes improvisation mm-hmm. and stuff like that? That little rant I just went on about, you know, Robert Downey Jr., Leo doing this stuff, that just created that conversation that was the natural feel. Literally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, Perfect. Bring an acting into real life. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. Yeah. Massive. And then there was... Um, Oh, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I have a plan as well, like going forward. So I, um, my plan is to get like conceptualize, shot list, storyboard, everything for until February. Mm-hmm. And by February, when February comes, I would have everything sorted, like uh, ideas for locations and stuff. Um, don't know about locking in crew yet, um, but definitely like everything creative, creatively sorted by February. And then from, fuck. And then for two months from all the way through February and March, two months of crowdfunding. Yes. Right? Two months of crowdfunding. And then March, April, in April, I put in, so I'm saving up as well. Yep. I, by the time April comes around, I'll have a good chunk of money to put into it. Right. And then film in May. Good. So there you go. That's my plan. Talk Anyways, my last two weeks, progress wise, I'll give it a seven. Good on you. Decent. That's decent. Above average. Good, you, my friend. Good you, shit. You have a lot. Yeah. <laughs> go me. Okay, I'll go with the most recent um, in terms of events. Uh, yesterday, Teague and I mm-hmm. sat down um, from – we met up at 10.30. Yep. And we left the cafe at 4 o'clock. Right. It Just like going through the entire 10.30 script. 10.30 or 12.30? 10.30. Oi, yay, yay. Yeah. And we got there, there at 10.30 – just had a bit of a genuine catch up, ate a bit of brekkie, and then you didn't shot list the animation. We did didn't you? shoot like not the animation, right? Okay. Um, we just did the live action stuff, and you um, know what? Maybe he can help the sh- to shot list the animation. One hundred percent, yeah. When time comes, yep. I reckon you should definitely. Well, I'm seeing him after this, so yeah. Um, yeah, so we sat there and we did the entire shot list for the live action yesterday, yeah. And then, in terms of what I said at the start of the podcast that I was going to touch on in the progress was. Um, when we were doing that, we were figuring out problems that will arise in terms of performance, um, coverage, um, sort of like blocking yep. things. So, you know, we we're tackling those kind of problems while we we're coming up with the shot list. And it was really, really insightful and helpful. Mm-hmm. Help, helpful. 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 Yep. Helpful. Yes. Yep. Um, and, Brett, like, Teague and I, the ideas we were bouncing off each other were just similar. Like, they. Yep exactly what we had in mind kind of deal and like we're both on the same page so that's really that's really strong and really great um so that's i'm proud to say that the shot list is done fuck yes Um, 31 shots for the real life yeah 31 shots for real life yeah um couple setups but you know we're getting cracking 10 setups wasn't it? 10 to 12 setups (laughs) not a couple (laughs) (laughs) but um if you know on the day the crew we're all just on the ball and get things and we do shit the night before exactly right like it's more we're more than capable to do it but like you know that's all going to come um but yeah after this teague and i meeting up again and we're going to storyboard all the uh shot lists uh sorry the shots how are you going to storyboard are you drawing just drawing we're just going to draw is he good at drawing yeah, he said he's good at drawing. There you go. Um, yeah, so yeah, we're going to storyboard, and then um, Teague is—he would have. So I'll give him a, bu- a buzz after this. But um, he's just been on a call with the camera department, so mm-hmm. give me a debrief on that. 
And then we got a call with the gaffer who will go over some setups and stuff like that to, um, you know, with the setups. <laughs> of course, of the, yeah. Of, on the day. Yep. Um, you know, the recce that we had two weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, very productive. You know, we came up with solutions to problems that are going to arise on the day. Mm-hmm. Um, argue like Teague and I also said yesterday that the kitchen is the is the one that's going to have the most setups, the most shots, and um, is going to probably provide the most challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, working in that space and sort of making it look like it's a certain part of the house and everything like that, but that's fine. Can we, I ask, because you, you know the setups, how many lights are we having in like each setup? Going to talk to Teague after this. Because the only thing that I am worried about and which we might have to test beforehand is our fuse box tends to blow when things get too much. Yeah. I want to test the lights beforehand. Absolutely. To make sure, because if not, then maybe we're going to have to get a generator. That's that exactly what I was going to suggest. We might have to get a generator. But that's, you know, right, we'll tackle this. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah fine. of course. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, the kitchen's going to be the like probably the thing we start with on the day sort of bump in the night before cool. and get things kind get of set out of the way. That. Yeah. Get that out of the way because that's going to present the most challenges. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I was, yeah, was going to say because you don't want all the kids there the whole day, maybe do the scenes with the kids first. But the scenes with the kids, what scenes are they? The bedroom and the dinner table. Well, yeah, we came up with the thing that the only time that both of them are going to be in it is at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. One, oh no, yeah, sorry, both are going to be in the dinner table scene and for like a second or two in the kitchen. Cool. Um, but yeah, no, there, there are all problems that we'll dive in and tackle. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so, you know, we came up with ways that we can sort of add um, comedic elements to good, good. the film as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, yesterday was incredibly productive. <coughs> the recce also was incredibly productive. Yep. The head of departments that were there, um, you know, we all came up with solutions to problems and stuff like that mm-hmm. to um, PD, DOP, yep. producing your house, arguably, <laughs> and, you know, just ways that we can get things done. Yep. Um, what else? Um, we had our sound guy pull out. Yes, that was so a big had, problem. We had our yeah. sound guy pull out, and so, yep. you know, we immediately went into how can we solve this, quicker we yep. solve this, quicker we can get on with it. Yep. Kind of deal. He has been... Great enough to lend us his gear still. Which is good, yeah. It's, it's massive. So um, we do that. We've we've got our two new soundies on board. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's great. Two, two so, new? No, sorry, not two <laughs> new. A say. new soundie on board with the boom. That I don't know. Yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah, but, I get um, you, yeah, yeah, so we're going to set up a day to go over the gear and you cool. know, borrow it. Um, so that's that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I suggest doing, I know it's going to be hard with schedules and stuff, but you were talking about doing it on the 20th or something or near that date. That's only like eight days, no, five days before we shoot. Well, that's what I mean. I've got to, I've got to read. I'll, I'll get into that. So it's all Does Defran know how to use the Zoom? Did you check or no? I haven't checked yet. Yeah, check that one. We will check that. Yep. Um, but yeah, things are all looking up and up and up and up and up. That's the fucking crowdfunding awesome, Crowdfunding is going still. Yeah, you we have, have seven days, se- Yeah, bro. a week. So again. You got to get fucking cracking. By the time this is released... We will have three days left on yeah. the crowdfunding campaign. So I, I ask people, I ask you lovely supporters. Yeah. Donate, 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 donate. Donate, share the couple, link. Yeah. Even if you have like five bucks to spare, Literally, it goes man, a anything long helps, way. Anything um, helps. Anything helps. And um, just sharing it around and getting fresh sets of eyes on it. Yeah, bro, you know? literally. 
um, it helps and we're so close. We are so close. So please tell the friend to tell the friend to tell that friend to tell the cousin yes. to tell the cousins of the dogs, the dogs next doors, neighbours, everything. Everybody. Just donate. The please. Indiegogo stain link is in our link tree on Instagram if you want to donate. Um, if not, share the link, man. Seriously. Absolutely. It helps Anything a bunch. Helps. So in terms of progress, that's basically it's it. fucking so much. So, yeah, a, a lot. lot. And we did our recce. We haven't talked like since the recce as yeah, well. Yeah, no, true. That, the yeah. recce was really good. We spent so long just the PD, Cine, you, myself, going through everything basically. Yeah, so we've... A lot has been happening. We're in a really, 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 yep. really, really great place. Amazing. Pre-production. So Perfect. it's all looking up and up and up, baby. What number out of 10? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah, so, boy. Yeah. Sweet. We're looking good. We are now up to the last seg- We're up to the last segment of the podcast. Yes. And this segment we call the dependent variable because just like in a science experiment, the dependent variable is the one that changes and this topic changes each week. And this week, continuing on with the trend of Black Adam, we have an interesting discussion ahead of us. You guys have probably heard the age-old question of what is the better franchise, yes. Marvel or DC? Um, we're going to give you our insights, but with topics and discussions you maybe you haven't heard of before, maybe you have, and our takes on them. Yes. Now, what's interesting about this, tell them what's interesting about this chat. Wow. I knew you were going to go. Um, I guess what's interesting about this chat is Josh prefers DC. Yes. And I prefer Marvel. There you go. Perfect. So, there you go. <laughs> Schedule a little bit. Blindsided. <laughs> but yeah, we have two di- totally different perspectives on things. Exactly. Um, we don't hate the other franchise, which I think no. is good, um, but we do have our preferences. Exactly. And um, you know what? I think to start this discussion of Marvel and DC, because I feel like that's a big one at the moment, you know, you got the new age of Marvel, which, you know, arguably isn't the greatest at the moment. Um, and then DC coming out with some absolute bangers, yep. um, like the, the Batman. The, the script has flipped big time. This How the turn's tabled, man. Exactly. How the turn's tabled. And well, um, well, well. literally, it's, um, it's a very interesting discussion, I reckon, to have now as well, because, you know, there was some massive news yesterday with DC, which we'll get into um, when it comes to that discussion point. Do you know? No. You don't know. You didn't hear about it yesterday? We're talking no. about it all in the chats and everything. The D- DC have a new CEO. No, don't know. Oh, you don't know? Yeah, no. Oh my God, it's gonna be, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, no. All right, it's somebody you know as well. Oh, okay. We'll get to there. But first off- <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> what franchise, you know, you, you talk on your kind of perspective of Marvel and I'll talk on DC. Why do we edge more to one side than the other? So for you, why is it Marvel? Okay, for me- Marvel, like, okay, the Infinity Saga is peak Marvel for me. Yeah. Basically because I don't know too much about DC. I do love their, like, sorry. I do like their films. Like, I do (laughs) love to go to the movies to watch their films. And, like, I like them because it's all superheroes and stuff. Like, I'm all all for it. But, like... To me, and the discussion I had with a mate when we were talking about this topic, like Marvel vs. DC, like Marvel has like that realistic feel. Like you actually feel like, you know, they're in Do they? Lo- like real life locations. That's what I mean. Right. They have that, you know, when okay. Spider-Man Five from Home is in Venice, yeah. Italy, yeah, 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 yeah. New when York you put City. It like that. And yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like okay. they're actual locations. And stuff yeah, like, yeah. Kind of have that real. As well as um Titan. Very real place. <laughs> yeah, it's Mars, bro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Asgard as well. Asgard. 
<laughs> oh fuck sorry. No, but like, like yeah, yeah, it yeah, has right. that real kind of sense to it that I felt anyway with the Infinity Saga. Um, whereas DC, <coughs> what's New York City in that Metropolis? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Metropolis, you got Metropolis Gotham. Gotham. Gotham's a real place, though, in New York. Did is you it? know that? Yeah. No, I did not know that. Gotham is a real place, my there friend. There you go. So, you know, you've got, like, the places that kind of, And that was, like, a, you know, at the time when I was having the conversation with my mate, it was a valid point. I was like, yeah, fair call kind of deal. Um, that's what I think. But it also had, like, the, um, you know, Avengers Assemble wasn't said until Avengers yeah. Endgame. Yeah. And that was like, everybody was like, we've been waiting for that. But yeah. it wasn't like, you know, in the comics, like Avengers Assemble every fucking two pages kind of deal. You know, there wasn't like the catchphrases were like just sort of thrown in there to be like, you know, this is iconic from the comics. Mm-hmm. Like, it had that kind of thing, whereas I felt like, and I could be wrong because I haven't really dived into DC much, but like, was it more prominent that they were honoring the comics for- with DC? And it was more in your face rather than organic, natural. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I would say to a degree. So. To a degree, they just straight off the bat wanted to. I wouldn't say it's honoring the comics. I just DC is more fan service. Yeah. Okay. That has been yeah, in okay. the past. Um. And what was the um? For me as well, I felt like DC versus Marvel. Like Marvel built up their big events and stuff mm. like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas DC just went, we need to like yeah, level that's exactly and just it. rush straight that's, into it. Yes. hundred percent. So I happened. think for me, yeah. Marvel was winning at that point in time yeah. because of how much they were building, teasing, executing. And whereas DC didn't <coughs> build and tease, they just executed. hundred percent. So that's, well, yeah, that's the, that's been the past of DC. We have an exciting future, but 100%. But yeah. in terms of like, why does it mean more to you? I had I, c- I felt like I could relate more to the characters. That makes sense. Yeah, I felt <coughs> like. Um, but uh, I have a question, right? When you were growing up, what did you dress up as? Uh, as a kid, or what did you wait? Uh, what did you watch the cartoons of growing up? Anything? No, none. What was the first memory of like superheroes? Um, I think for me, when it first started, was I think I really dived into it with. And I know that it's a couple of movies after, but The Avengers, the first Avengers movie. So you're never a superhero fan growing up? No. Never watched any of the cartoons or anything? No. Okay. Nothing. Fair. No superheroes. Nothing. It started for me with Avengers. Avengers, okay. And that had such a positive impact on me. And then when I realized all the films were connected and then <laughs> I found Captain America and then Captain America kind of like, like his values, I kind of valued myself kind of deal. And with I felt, answer. yeah, I felt like, you know, I saw myself in Captain America and then for yeah. me, I see him, his muscles on you as oh, well. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to the gym. Well, <laughs> with this protein water, just, you know, <laughs> fixing our muscles. <laughs> but no, yeah. So Captain America, like everything that he went through and stuff, like I really was invested. And then, so I just got invested with all the characters or everything. Like it just hit more for me than DC did. Yeah. Just because Marvel, I was exposed to first. That's fair enough. So, I think it's the exact same for me, but on the other other side of like the spectrum, like I grew up with DC. Yeah, like I watched all the animated shows, the the Batman. Um, what was it? What was the first one? Uh, fucking oh man, now this is pissing me off. It was the original Batman animated. Uh, Batman the animated series. Okay, well that's why I didn't really fucking <laughs> call Batman the animated series, which was the show that I grew up on. Justice League Unlimited as well, which was the cartoon I grew up on. Man, I was dressing up. I was dressing up as Spider Man, but mostly Superman. 
growing up. Like, there's photos of me and um, put one up on the screen right now because I'm editing this this week and I have one. There's one of me, like, flying downstairs and stuff wearing my Superman costume. I used to wear it everywhere and just – I think it's for the very fact that I grew up with it, right? Yep. I love Marvel, don't get me wrong. Um, maybe not, like, the last couple of years, but I love Marvel and I really, like, respect it. Endgame is one of my favourite movies of all time. And yep. I honestly just hope that one day DC will be able to – you know, get on their level. Yep. Um, maybe not in terms of the cinematic universe because you don't have to have a massive cinematic universe to make something special, but just to get some good DC films. And I feel like these last couple of years we've slowly started to get there. Yes. Um, and especially now, which we'll get into, but the franchise that means more to me is DC for the very fact that it has that nostalgia, that kind of um, childhood feeling and excitement and feeling that you get. Like when I watched the Snyder Cut, man, like... I can't even explain how much that movie meant for me. Yeah. Following along those couple of years, I wasn't one of the toxic Snyder fans, but I was just following along the journey, just seeing this thing that probably, you know, had no chance of ever getting made to getting made. And for me is one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. Maybe not Avengers Endgame level, just because that had so much lead up. And yep. I, I originally had them both on the same level, but just Endgame had too much history, too much yeah. lead up. Um, but for me, I know, you know yourself and others didn't really like click with it as much. Well, that's much. because of you know yeah. the way that we were yeah. exposed to these things, right? Exactly. And to me, just the feeling, like it's a feeling. I don't. It like fills my body with joy, and it's like yeah. you can feel it like oozing up when you get excited. <laughs> 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 I gotta stop and do myself a whole fuck. <laughs> uh, you can feel like the energy in you, <clears throat> and it just it makes me so happy seeing yeah. DC finally do something good like the Snyder Cut. And just man, I I I have more of a, an emotional response to DC yep. than I do to Marvel. Like the f time that I times that I cried at Marvel was of course Tony's death. Um, I think maybe I think I teared up when Evan Peters showed up in One Division. Yeah. I know it's so random, but I'm like, what the fuck, the X Men? Okay, how thing. about uh, Logan? Oh yeah, I know that's really. Marvel, but like I kind of saw it coming because fucking Cameron, if you're listening, fucking sport it for me like a couple of weeks prior because he wanted to be a dick. Come on, um, dude. I oh, know it was cooked, fuck. but yeah, yeah. So we had that, and um, yeah, but DC, like I, I literally tear up at the drop of a hat like i said that john williams superman theme and yep. seeing superman show up at the fucking the end of black adam did something to me man that theme i grew up also watching christopher reeves superman yeah, like, right, that okay. was like my earliest memory of film to be honest was seeing you know superman in his clark kent in his fucking hat and his suit come out of his office go into the nearest fucking telephone booth and like spin around and then he comes out in <laughs> superman in the shitty cgi from the 60s or 70s fly up save lois lane from that helicopter like that's why it means so much to me yeah, and i just really really hope that one day they can get on the level of you know marvel in terms of quality um right. But in terms of cinematic universe, I mean, we can both agree Marvel has the better cinematic universe yep. at the moment. And yes. like you said, I think it was the fact that DC was playing catch up with Marvel they for a long time were. and <clears throat> they didn't have their own goals. They had the goals of we see how good Marvel is doing. We just want to do what Marvel's doing. Yeah, and catch them. And that was their goal for their 
you know, for a long period of time. And now they've got their own goals and, you know, with new management and stuff. Um, fucking so exciting as a DC fan to see what's going to happen soon. And I can't well, please believe tell you. Me. No, no, no. That's the last question. Uh. Um, but, yeah, it's just um, I'm super confident about the future now. And, you know, Henry, you saw Henry Cavill's announcement yeah, the other yeah. day coming yep. out that he's coming back as Superman with the – Dude, well, to be just, honest, bro, I didn't realize he left as Superman. He didn't leave. It's just they put him on the shelves, bro. He hasn't acted as Superman since 2016, Jesus. which was the first Justice League film. Oh, remember they did the headless version of Henry Cavill and yeah. Shazam and stuff, and you know the blacked out version of Superman in was he in Peacemaker? Did they have him there? But like blacked out version of Superman, I think they did. Yeah, blacked out version. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but yeah. That's what it means more to me. Marvel, by far and wide, the better cinematic universe at the moment. How about TV shows? What do you reckon as the better TV shows? Uh, uh, I've only watched Peacemaker. DC? Out of DC? How about all like the CW uh, DC shows? Like Arrow, I, I Flash? Didn't watch them. Really? Yeah, no. I didn't watch them. Damn. How about, um? have you seen, so you haven't seen any other DC shows? Nah. <laughs> oh, man. I I mean, from what we've seen from DC TV shows at the moment, you know, I grew up also with The Flash, Arrow and stuff. The Flash is shit now, but it used to be amazing. Yeah. It's so good. The storytelling, you know, I would go to high school um, and in science class, you know, everybody was watching The Flash at that point in time, like year nine. And the new episode of The Flash came out where, um, you know, The Flash revealed himself. Sorry, The Flash's villain. <laughs> what? Saying the Flash revealed himself. <laughs> Sorry, the Flash villain Savitar at that point revealed himself to be a future version of Barry Allen, and fuck, uh. everybody was going wild and insane stuff. And Arrow was incredible some seasons, and they kind of overdid it. Which thank God they've cancelled them all now. Basically, Flash is on its last season. It's like we're going like nine seasons or something. At like that. work, we used to play Supergirl. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was a that was dodgy, but it was actually good at points. It was good. It had okay. a couple of good seasons. Again, it just when when it's done, there's no point trying to keep it going, basically. Um, but yeah, so TV wise, and then Marvel. Look, I'm saying that Marvel shows aren't anything to write home about. Give or take a couple. Give or take a couple. All right, what what are your best Marvel shows then? Hawkeye, yep. Loki. Yep. Moon Knight. One Division was okay. No. You didn't like Moon Knight. Uh, it's not bad, but it's not. I didn't. Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight had one of the best TV episodes that I've ever seen, which was the episode. You watch all of it? Yeah. It was the episode when the whole thing about his abuse and stuff. Oh uh, yeah. That the, episode where they went del- del- they with, delve deep into the DID with the, with the hippo. Uh, maybe at the very end. I don't know. It was the one where he was like when he was. Reliving his old trauma. Yeah, in the, the both of them were. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, the dude, one. That was fucking like that. That was deep. Hit hard. That, that was, was deep. deep. Yeah. Um, um, what have they come out with recently? I don't even want to acknowledge the latest one. She Hulk. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But what was the one before that? Was that Moon Knight? <clears throat> um, no, Miss Marvel. <laughs> yeah, bro. It just it's too much. Marvel. It's just, look. It's. I was talking to somebody at work about it the other day because the Black Panther ad came on. I was like, oh, do you reckon you go see this? He's like, I'm just tired, man. Mm. I'm tired. I said, dude, 
I'm getting there. I'm yeah. getting tired so am I, as well. of Marvel. Yeah. Overall, I am tired of Marvel. It's like it destroys the hype for the fucking movies as well. Like, it does. Don't get me wrong. I'm hyped as fuck for Black Panther in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's in a couple of weeks, man. Yep. That's insane. But like, I just. Yeah, just I'm still gonna watch everything they put out there. So am I as well, and you know I hope they do all right with the fucking shows that they have. What's the next one? Do you know? No clue. Yeah, no clue either. Just they're overdoing it. Just and let I them just, reel it off. Yeah, it's just they got to figure out somehow. Have you watched the Ant Man trailer? I loved it. I haven't watched it yet. What? Oh, you don't watch the trailers though. But I'm contemplating. I might watch it after this. Kang, bro. I oh, know. But anyway, Woo! You know. Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. <laughs> Anyways. How about interesting characters? Who has the more interesting characters? You know what? I'm going to say DC. But just... Again, I haven't dived deep into DC characters. But you've seen all the DC films. I feel like... I don't know. Like, think of the Joker and the story that they did for the Joker. Interesting. Robert Patterson's Batman. All the Batmans. Like, Mm. I don't know. I feel like they're all diverse. Whereas Marvel, they're kind of all the same. (laughs) I don't, they don't but have the much thing, depth. I, I think the thing that the TV series are giving those characters, like Hawkeye, for example, dives into a bit yeah, of like but his psyche, backstory, it's all kind like, of deal. Mm, but I never think serious though. DC, yeah, yeah. D- yeah, except Moon Knight. That was that was interesting. Yeah, but they still like Marvel poke fun at everything, um, everything kind of deal. Which so I think, yeah, DC make it more realistic. I think Moon Knight was a very good character study. Yeah, um, but that was because again. He, they actually did some fucking serious themes for once in Marvel. Yeah, because they weren't getting Oscar Isaac on if they didn't do it like yeah they did it. Yeah, Because exactly. he was like, I refuse to be part of a project that's just like yeah, you know, just the Marvel formula. <sighs> so that's how they got Oscar Isaac. And did you see what James Cameron said about um, <coughs> Marvel yeah, characters? I've, There's something about like um, they all act like they're still in school. school they yeah. don't really have any relationships with anybody. Um, what is but they still act like they're in high school or something like that, which I found it, it's actually quite true when you think about it. Yeah, and then I saw a subtweet of that as well, a subreddit or something mm. as well. They're like, this is coming from the man that copy and pasted Pocahontas yes, and called it a day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, sent cop, it, I, I cop, sent it to the right, chat. Yeah. Copy and pasted Pocahontas, <coughs> added fucking blue aliens and then called it a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was that, that, like that meme of that guy. Just sipping yeah, tea. Yeah, just sipping tea. It. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's That was good. Um, okay, well, here's one for you. Who has won 2021 and 2022? Yep. Who's won the last two years of films and TV? I'm going to say DC. Probably DC. Like what? Marvel's come out with shitty TV shows. And Marvel's come out with shitty t shirts. For Love TV and Thunder. Shows. Yeah. They, they had Spider-Man No Way Home, but again, I'm going to say that's a shit movie without Toby and Andrew. No Way Home and Shang-Chi are the only two good ones. But the movies that have come out this year are garbage. Yeah, I feel like I just need to watch Shang-Chi because I really did not like it that much. It's their own, man. <coughs> yeah, but own. I just yeah, I feel like Marvel's got some exciting shit coming up with Guardians, Black Panther. But DC also have some fucking exciting shit coming up. But DC also have had recently like... You know, what are some DC movies that have come out lately? I know DC movies 2022. Well, for me, the DC movies that stand out to me are... The Batman. The Batman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman. The Snyder Cut, The Suicide Squad, James Gunn's Suicide Suicide Squad. Squad. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So I honestly think DC have had just the better movies. I think, yeah, in the recent two years. Yep, I can agree with that. Yeah. Now, who has the more exciting future? 
Wouldn't DC they? because I'm not excited for Marvel's future. Because <laughs> if they're going the way they're going, well, I don't want to be a part of it. They've just hired... Um, do, are you ready for this? The CEO? Uh, yeah, the, the DC have hired their Kevin Feige's. One is Peter Safran, who's a producer you probably don't know of, but you might have heard of the other one, the new CEO of DC, James Gunn. I was going to say, is it James Gunn? It has to be. <laughs> How insane It has to be that? James Gunn. James Gunn. I was expecting you to say either James Gunn or Zack Snyder. I was expecting yeah. either one of those two. James Gunn hired a CEO as DC yesterday. Where does that, that put him with Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, Guardians is the last film. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so but this means also... He's um he's contracted to DC now for at least five years, so he can't do anything with Marvel. Yeah, fair call. But he still has the Suicide Squad and stuff. Oh wow! Dude, in, he's the Kevin Feige. So this other guy is a producer, right? Peter Safran. He's produced a bunch of the DC films. Um, except this is purely for like the DC EU, so n- nothing to do with like the Batman and yeah, Joker yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatever the new one is with Harley Quinn. What's that called? Birds Joker. Prey. Joker two. No, no, no. Uh, Fully Adux. The new, you know, Joker 2 that's coming out? Oh, the Lady Gaga. <coughs> yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. So James Gunn, yeah. So they're because, and so the there's a main guy that was at the detrimental death of DC. He was the chairman. His name was Walter Hamada, Walter Hamada, whatever. He left like two days ago or whatever. Thank God, because he was the fucking talk that was not letting Henry Cavill come back. Oh. Like he was the one that was running everything basically as business. And in like, the ground. In the ground. He's running it to the ground. And what now- we have James motherfucking Gunn That's as CEO. Good. Well, look, exciting future. We have then. a f- bro, and just everything set up with Black Adam, Superman, like uh, Peacemaker season two coming out. You know, the Aquaman movie coming out. The, the Aquaman two. Did you like the first Aquaman? I loved the first Aquaman. Shazam, the new Shazam movie coming out, which looks so fun. Um, like I said, you got the, the the ones that are the black the black label. They call them black label movies, like. The Batman 2, the Penguin series, which is coming out. Apparently, they're doing an Arkham Asylum series. The Penguin series with Colin Farrell, um, Farrell, whatever. Um, and then, like I said, Peacemaker 2 um, coming out. And just, I think the James Gunn has pitched a mystery DC project as well recently. So, I have to say I'm more excited for the DC films coming up. Well, we'll have to see what happens with yeah. wherever Marvel's going and yeah. what DC I mean, do. look, Marvel... They got Secret Wars coming up, not for a couple of years though. But then again, like, bro, I've seen, yeah, look, I, with how they're going, just, I honestly think they should cut the fucking TV shows. Yep. Definitely. Give more time for the fucking special effects artists to work on the, like, main stories and not yes. run them into the ground, basically. Definitely. But yeah. All righty. That leaves us. Let us know your opinion on Marvel versus yeah. DC. Marvel or DC, guys, that's the one. Um, super excited. Good podcast today, my friend. Very well done. Josh. A lot of progress. And I think next week is another solo one as well. Yes. So, okay. Um, but yeah. Sweet, 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 sweet. Do you want to let these people know where they can find us? I will let these people know where they can find us at the pre prod pod on Insta and TikTok and the pre production meeting on YouTube and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a like, subscribe, everything. Thank you for Bodies for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. There you go. So, without any further ado, let's wrap a little bow on this episode and see you guys next week. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.